atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kurt Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it was refused to use. No doubt starts now. This is the broadcast for July the 10th in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide, and absolutely we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Donate at libertyroundtable.com. Would you please? Every penny will grow our presence in the media as we tell the tale of our sacred cause. That is... The Cause of Liberty. Welcome to the broadcast. Yesterday, we talked about the Defense Department's computer network is among the top shares of child pornography. You heard me. The Defense Department computer network, one of the top peddlers of child porn. Yeah, there's even a House bill targeting this to try to stop the use of the Pentagon networks for child pornography. The Hill has the article. Check it out if you don't believe me. Billionaire Jeffrey Epstein was arrested and charged with sex trafficking on Saturday. Bill Clinton, of course, lied, said he knew nothing about the billionaire Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking, according to a statement Bill just made recently. Clinton Library refuses to hand over info on Bill's ties to Jeffrey Epstein, and it, the, uh, the plot thickens. We'll talk about that in the second hour in greater detail today uh, with correspondent Sean Bergen. We talked about the Donald Trump team and the dishonest media withheld information on Kavanaugh's accuser. Isn't that interesting? Larry Clayman says cut congressional salaries. Do not raise them. Why pay more for do-nothing worthless representation? Boy, howdy, is that a true statement in most cases. Donald Trump unleashes on Fox News. They forgot the people who got them there. Well, no, they didn't, uh, Donald. They've always been a sham network, making you believe they report and you decide, making you believe they're the conservative news think tank. But the reality is they've been just as left as the rest of them for a long time. They just pretended they were, quote, right of center, if you will, if you believe in that left-right paradigm of deception. The fact is they've never stood for, you know what, real, honest, hard-hitting news. Never. So they're, you know, uh, keep it in line with those who fund them. It's all about big money to these uh, big media people and promoting an agenda. Now, Donald Trump doing a great job saluting the Air Force flyover. Sadly, CNN cuts away to commercial when the president is acting presidential. Shame. I say shame on CNN and Fox and all these mainstream media types. They're all deceiving the people, ladies and gentlemen. And we're not going to make ground about the truth. We're going to continue to just be um, deceived by propaganda as long as we pay attention to the mainstream left-right paradigm of deception, aren't we? Uh, Let's see. I guess this group is called Clip Interactive. And it says that radio broadcasters can make money by offering commercial-free options. I'm not really for commercial-free options. I mean, I don't have any problem if somebody says I can make money doing that and people will pay to support it. That's fine. But for me in talk radio, if I'm going to do a two-hour radio show, I need a few commercials. I need a little bit of time to, to, you know what, line up the next guest, to plan the next segment, to update my notes, to go to the restroom. I mean, I need a little bit of time. Okay, so I don't have a problem with 
uh, some commercials. One of the benefits of commercials in my mind is if you find like-minded advertisers, it's a way that I can promote the advertisers, the people that I believe in. For example, you know what? I need an honest gold and silver dealer. Well, Brian Rust, our good friend, RustCoinandGift.com, is coming up here in mere minutes to talk about that. And if you need an honest friend in the coin business, someone who will tell you the truth on the worth of your coins, someone who will break it down and help you know what to get and what not, and to define all the terms and understand all what, you need a friend in the coin business. Well, we've got one for you that I trust. See what I mean? We need good advertisers. Uh, if you want to buy a raw honey, deliver directly to your door. You know, you got to have a good honey guy, right? Localhoneyman.com to get that done. See, so we need these advertisers, folks. And it creates this ecosystem of support. You support the media. Donate today at libertyroundtable.com. We turn around and support localhoneyman.com and restcoinandgift.com and lovingliberty.net and Charles Skousen's World Affairs Brief, worldaffairsbrief.com. And I mean, I can go on and on and on and on. We need to promote these people and create this ecosystem of of liberty-loving Americans standing together shoulder-to-shoulder as patriots for our sacred common cause of liberty. And that's why Liberty Roundtable Live does our very best to bring everyone together in that movement. Second hour yesterday, we talked to our buddy Stephen Mosher, by the way. He's president of the Population Research Institute, PRI, if you will. His website is pop.org. And Steve's latest book is called Bullying or Bully of Asia. And Bully of Asia is now available at Amazon, talking about how abusive and how hostile and how communistic China really is. Our most favored nation trading partner. I mean, it is a shame. And how murderous their intent has been with their one-child policy, just literally aborting women and girls left and right, murdering the girls among them. Now they've got over 34 million men without possibility of women to marry. What a destruction of the family communist shame it is. China expert Stephen Mosher reveals... Last month, that China literally harvests organs from living human beings. He published this gruesome eyewitness account, folks, in the New York Post. Well, our buddy Matt Staver at Liberty Council says, you know what? Planned Parenthood does the same thing. Yeah, this is going on around the world, folks. It is gruesome. It is satanic. We talked about the ACLU doubling down. Telling California teachers to help students abort their babies and obtain abortions without parental notification and or consent. I don't know that a parent should be able to give consent to a daughter to abort in the first place. That's like consent to murder, in my opinion. But nevertheless, what on earth? The ACLU, California teachers in the government schools literally betraying parents at that level. And I don't even see a blip on the map except for good people like me reporting it. Do you? Iran allows death row prisoners to sell organs before or after execution. And this is just too much. But you see it going on everywhere, folks, in all nations of the earth. It is a sad commentary, especially for a nation like America that's a Christian nation, unabashedly so. And this is an example where we ought to be a light on a hill and stand for pro-life. I'm grateful for all that Donald's doing. I wish we could do more. But as Stephen Mosher wisely pointed out, look, man, the swamp is so deep. Everyone's against us. From the ACLU to the largest teachers unions to Planned Parenthood, they all have billions of dollars. And they've been in, 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 in the swamp for decades. And you know what? Donald's doing his best. And there's a lot of good people doing a lot of good things. And we're gaining ground. But, oh, boy, the rowing's slow, isn't it? Wow. All right. Without 
further ado, that's a recap of yesterday's show. Still available online at LibertyRoundTable.com. Free radio at your fingertips. Donate today. News the network refused to use starts now. Kirk Crosby with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Buenos dias. Greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. All right, Kurt. Uh, at the end of May, so it's about a month and a half ago, or almost, um, there was a news story. Trump picks anti-gunner. Guy by the name of Chuck Canterbury. He was the head of the, you know, paternal order of police or whatever it is. Uh, and Trump's picked this guy, Chuck Canterbury, to lead the ATF. And a lot of people are opposing this. Gun owners are, I am, etc. And I don't think we had a chance to, to talk about it. We've just been so busy. Anyway, I haven't heard a word about this since. And I don't know uh, if this nomination happened or what happened to it. Um, I don't know if you can try to find that out. But I'm uh, kind of off the anti-gunner. Um leading the ATF. I don't know what Trump's thinking. Uh, Donald oftentimes picks some really poor people to surround him, and this is no different. Um, I don't know, but he's going to lead the ATF. And I pray that doesn't happen. That's the, you know, ATF is the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and stuff like that, right? Anyway, we need to get a handle on this. Uh, anyway, try to find that out. Um, I wanted to bring that up. And um, that's a critical kind of uh, issue to kind of work on or mention, bring to your attention. Um, Kurt also had me drill into this conspiracy land, Seth Rich Discussions. You know, it's from the creators of Yahoo's. Um, what do they call it? Yahoo News has a thing called Skullduggery. Um Michael Ezekoff is the chief correspondent over there at Yahoo News. And Michael Ezekoff does this thing called the Seth Rich Conspiracy Theory that made its way straight to Fox News and to Sean Hannity. Anyway, he drills into that. There's a whole series on this. And uh, we're going to dig into that later, too. We won't get to it. I don't know if we'll, we probably won't even get to it today. I don't know. Maybe tomorrow or whatever else. But uh, Conspiracy Land, they have Seth Rich, Episode 1. The Last Days, about Seth Rich's life. Episode 2, The Russia Connection. Then they have what's called Bonus 1. Uh, and the two episodes have been released. It's a podcast by Yahoo News. Uh, they got all these top you know, people involved in it. And, you know, they go to Mueller and they go to all these insiders. It's an interesting expose, to say the least. It's almost like a conspiracy to debunk the conspiracy is what it looks like to me. Nevertheless, it's interesting to keep an eye on. Uh, and they've released two episodes, and they claim that there are six in total coming up, so four more to come. I have already uh, you know, watched or listened to uh, episode one, episode two, and the bonus. Uh, the first one's like 33 minutes long. The second one's like 28 minutes long. And the second one, I can't remember. I think it's like six-minute-long bonus. So what, 32, 28, it's like an hour, you know, just over an hour, all three of them. I've already digested the, the first two episodes and the bonus. We'll get back to Brian Rust here in just a second. I just wanted to put that on your radar about this, um, you know, Seth Rich conspiracy supposedly getting to the bottom of it. We'll talk about it uh, in a future broadcast here coming up. All right, Brian Rust in seconds on your radio. 
As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Liberty is not free. Its costs are innumerable. Without monetary funding, the valiant efforts of freedom-loving Americans become diminished or outright defeated. We present a solution, the Give Me Liberty Fund. The plan is quite simple. Invite individual Americans to contribute less than a dollar a day. These monetary funds are used to promote liberty-minded media, organizations, events, candidates, movements, and speakers. In the spirit of transparency, all expenditures are published. Patriotic business owners provide discounted products and services to Give Me Liberty Fund members. Our greatest strength is in numbers. Go to GiveMeLibertyFund.com and become part of the solution today. GiveMeLibertyFund.com Participate in the peaceful restoration of the greatest and freest country in the world. We have uh, Brian Russ, RussCreditGift.com with us. Welcome to the broadcast, Brian. Hey, thanks. Glad to be with you guys. There's so much to discuss. I don't even know where to start. Let's talk about where gold and silver is first, shall we? Yep, gold is 1410 this morning. That's, that's up $11.90. 1410 Is that correct? $1,410 even? Yep, fourteen hundred and ten dollars. Okay. Uh, silver fifteen thirty five, up sixteen cents. Fifteen what again? Thirty five. Three five. Okay. Uh, uh, it, got, it doesn't seem like it's got, moving a whole ton, does it? Well, it's, it's it's come back up. It was just under fourteen yesterday. Closed that. Now we're back up over that. I mean, it's just kind of we've creeped up to another break point. Was fourteen hundred. So now we're trying to push to another level or, or whatever. So it's. But the, the market's, you know, still kind of slowly kind of, uh, you know, kind of playing the, the game with manipulators in the background. So, All right. right. So there's gold and silver for you, Kurt. Um, here's an interesting little twist for you. Russian Central Bank to consider a gold-backed cryptocurrency. Brian? Who, what, what, who's doing that? The Russian Central Bank. 
yeah. Is planning to put together what they call a gold-backed cryptocurrency. Do you want to uh, respond to that, Kurt? What the heck is a gold-backed cryptocurrency? Well, it's probably better than a paper-backed uh, Federal Reserve note. Well, maybe. <laughs> My question is, how would you know if your cryptocurrency is all backed by gold? So you're told that it's backed by this, but how would you really know? And how would you exchange your cryptocurrency for, like, the hard asset? Hmm. Well, you know, it would sure be nice to say, look, in America, we have, um, you know, the U.S. Treasury the and the Mint and all that. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, it would really be nice to say, look, here in America, we can trust our guys. Uh, there in Russia, I don't, just can't trust them. But, man, it's rough because you can't say that. Well, I could almost trust, believe it or not that the Russians might have it together at least more than the Americans even, sad to admit. Brian? Yeah, I, you know, I think one thing when you say that we're going to back something by gold, you know, if you're going back in history or so on, we're going to be more back. That draws attention. So I think that probably that's probably a key factor is, is they want to draw attention that, hey, we have some gold here. We, we have strength. So, you know, join us here on this uh, crypto here because we've got strength in gold. That's kind of the so, so maybe a, a, a an attempt to draw people in with that kind of, you know, that ploy or saying. Yeah, and whether it's true or not, I don't really know. I'm not here to attack the Russians and say it's a lie. I don't have any evidence it's a lie. And I agree with Kurt that I find, you know, even the idea that we're going to consider a, crypt, consider a cryptocurrency backed by gold, hey, it's better than what we've got. Kurt's right about that, Kurt. I mean, you're right. That's you know, it's kind of the sad deal to where the Russians are at least talking about it. We're not even talking about backing ours by gold. That's right, <laughs> um, and this is um, you know, this is at least uh, sourced with a TASS report. Remember, uh, I can't remember what TASS stands for, but it's um, you know, in the uh, CoinDesk.com, the uh, headline reads: uh, Russian Central Bank to consider gold-backed cryptocurrency. Daniel Palmer writes it. Uh, they say that um, Elvira Nabulina, governor of the Bank of Russia. I didn't know they had a governor of a bank, but anyway, said that her institution is to review a proposal for the development of the cryptocurrency. Uh, she said at the nation's lower house or Duma, as for mutual settlements, we will consider, of course, the proposal on a gold-backed cryptocurrency. But in my opinion, it is more important to develop settlements in national currencies. Uh, doesn't sound like she's totally on it. She added that fiat currency settlement systems, that's weird they call it that, but anyway, within the Eurasian Economic Union, EEU, I guess, uh, are improving and have good dynamics. Uh, the news, anyway, uh, that's kind of weird stuff there, but. Uh, well, it's weird stuff. Crypto now, let me. With gold. Let me go back in history a little bit. That's where Brian was going, and I kind of want to go there a little bit because I think there's relevancy. If we're going to do an honest money report, we're going to have to highlight to you, ladies and gentlemen, that it's not the Americans that are thinking about backing their money by gold. It's the Russians. And the Russian central bank to consider backing their cryptocurrency with gold. I know cryptocurrency is where everything's going these days. Everybody's got to have their own, you know, crypto. But I don't know if you know, but the United States introduced what's called a bimetallic standard in 1792. A bimetallic standard, 1792, 
And it continued to be the case until just after the Civil War in 1970. I mean, 1870, sorry. In 1870. So we went off it temporarily because you can't have honest money and just have all these wars. So you got to, you know, create fake money to fund any war. That's the kind of reality check you got to go to. But they had this quote by metallic standard literally from 1792. So basically right after the Constitution was, you know, put in place till just after the Civil War, 1870. Okay. now in the 18th century, they developed parity for gold and silver. You had to have a relationship that was fixed. Right. Parity was one ounce of gold for 15 ounces of silver, and for decades it was 15 to 16, depending on the culture and the time period, uh, 15 to 16 to 1. So every ounce of gold was worth 15 to 16 ounces of silver, and it was locked that way for literally centuries. Uh, And um, what's interesting now is it's like 90 to 1. I mean, it is out of whack like you wouldn't believe. Um, Do you want to speak to this, Brian? Yeah, so so basically they they established that you know if you you know they're again going back to uh, in history you know they created that level of of, of uh, uh, a standard. Well, now now because of the manipulation and, and that that's going on, uh, illegal manipulation that's going on in these markets, they are able to depress the the market or hold the market down based on paper uh, avenues, and and they're doing that mainly in silver and keeping that pressed down where gold is allowed to at least, you know, hold its own because it's more of a, I don't know, I want to say world standard, but, but that's it. Basically they were creating money because of war and so on. And they, and they use that debt uh, like they do today, um, you know, to, uh, you know, they, and they continue to use that debt, that fiat currency to kind of, I don't know, it's just way out of hand, but, uh, but that's basically what you have is you have a, a standard of an established standard where you'd have that trade based on those two equal silver to gold ratio. And now it's, it's just absolutely. Now the interesting thing about the word standard is I would like to replace the word standard with stability, Brian. Yeah, absolutely. Could do that. No doubt about it. Uh, What do you say, Kurt? It used to be locked at 15 or 16 to one for literally centuries, uh, which proves that, you know, when you have gold and silver uh, in, in a fixed ratio, uh, at a reasonable, fair, appropriate number, you know, you you provide uh, standards or stability in the system. It literally lasted from the time our country was created, 1792, close enough, right, for them to get their act together, all the way through the Civil War. And, and they had to go off it for the Civil War because you can't fund a war and stay on honest money. There's not the funding to do that. And so they had to go. And that's what literally divorced us uh, from this standard. It's been kind of rocky ever since, sir. Any comment on that, Kurt? Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a rocky road when you get off the main uh, track where you're supposed to be. And, uh, you know, I was just looking at a beautiful um, one-tenth ounce fine gold, uh, let's see, uh, from the United States of America Treasury, where it says, In God We Trust, E Pluribus Union. Uh, it's 2017 one that I was looking at here. Um what do they say on them, Brian? Besides one tenth ounce fine gold, do they say um, five dollars? 
Yeah. $5 gold piece. Yeah. Okay, now, and, interestingly um, enough, that how would much peg do you gold buy at $50. Those for? But, Kurt, just around 1970, gold was pegged at $35. You need to point that out, too, because that's partway through the destruction of honest money. Brian? Yeah, and, and, and like if you're trying to buy one of those uh, one-tenth ounce fine gold pieces today uh, from the United States of America, how much of those? How uh, many Federal Reserve notes do you have to give them? They're about 160 bucks. 160. There you go. They're sure pretty, but it does show you that five has turned into 160, which means, um, you know, it's, that's quite a big change. What's that, about 35 times? <laughs> All right. Or 30, just yeah. over 30 times? <laughs> yeah. Okay, and that's what the suppression's still going on. Even though gold's doing way better than silver in terms of the manipulation, uh, it's not free to move as it normally would in the markets either. Brian Russ with us, ladies and gentlemen. RussQuinnandGift.com in seconds. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. A federal judge has blocked the Department of Justice from changing its entire legal team as it tries to place a citizenship census question on the 2020 survey. The judge says the DOJ failed to provide a reason for changing all of its lawyers. The Supreme Court blocked putting that question on next year's census after questioning the reason that the government had provided. Congratulations. You're everything we've come to expect from years of government trading. That's actor Rip Torn appearing in one of the Men in Black films. He's died at the age of 88. And now if you'll just follow me, we have one more test to administer. Torn best known for his role on HBO's The Larry Sanders Show. Forecasters now say there's a 90% chance that a tropical depression will form in the Gulf of Mexico this week. And this is USA Radio News. It is a horrible scenario, but it happens. Dennis writes about his wife. She was diagnosed with leukemia. In fact, she's a two-time survivor. And in the midst of all that, they ran up over a million dollars in medical bills. Thankfully, they're MediShare members. And Dennis says they are so thankful for that, how others came together to meet their needs. And that's how so many MediShare members feel. This is not health insurance. It's different. You don't have to pay for things you don't believe in. And like Dennis found out, it just works. So if you join MediShare, not only do you save a lot of money, the typical family saves about 500 bucks a month, but you know where your money's going each month. You're helping people, and if the time should come, they'll be helping and even praying for you. So, yes, it's different, and as more than 400,000 people now know, when it comes to health care costs, different is beautiful. Find out more. Call 833 34 Bible. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. The U.K. ambassador to the United States resigning after the recent leak of diplomatic cables that were highly critical of the Trump administration. Kim Darek stepping down today, telling the U.K.'s foreign office the current situations made it impossible for him to do his role effectively. President Trump recently tweeting that Derek was a very stupid guy. They're already lining New York's Broadway to see the parade later this morning for the U.S. women's soccer team. The World Cup champs will be making their way up Broadway before heading to City Hall for a ceremony. 
we grew up playing soccer and we looked up to them. So it's really cool to like have the opportunity to see them in person and celebrate such an amazing win. That fan among the expected two million people at the parade, one ton of confetti will be tossed onto the team from buildings along the route. The parade starts at 930 Eastern Time. This is USA Radio News. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, Liberty Roundtable Live Honest Money Report continues with Brian Rust, RustCoinandGift.com. Over the past 50 years, Rust Coin and Gifts has been working to educate customers about precious metals. If you want an honest friend in the coin business, RustCoinandGift.com, check it out. We're talking about uh, our Honest Money Report. Russian Central Bank is considering a gold-backed cryptocurrency. That's kind of a weird deal, you know. But, hey, at least they're talking about gold and realizing it's important to back your money. In fact, the United States introduced the bimetallic standard in 1792, and it continued right on to the Civil War time. And then they abandoned it. You have to abandon honest constitutional money, biblical weights and measures to get into immoral, uh, unjust, unconstitutional wars. And so they jettisoned honest money and went to war. And then we've had Rocky Road ever since, what, uh, the Great Depression, the Great Recession. I mean, it's just out of control. But in the 18th century, uh, documented in the United States and across the world for centuries, They've had parity between one ounce of gold and 15 to 16 ounces of silver would be kind of the parity there. Now, the interesting thing is uh, through the history of the world, gold has been a standard. Silver has been a standard. It bimetals, gold and silver has been a standard. And they do best. And money is most stable when you tie it to three things, Brian. When you, believe it or not, use barley, gold, and silver. And you peg the relationship of those three and call that your stable standard. Believe it or not, that ties it to food. It ties it to portability. Uh, it ties it, I mean, That creates the strongest, believe it or not, stable, stability in currency uh, you can get. And it becomes a barley, gold, silver standard. This much barley gets this much gold every time. This much gold gets this much silver every time. And then they usually, uh, the best of them tie it to one more thing what's called a working day. So if you put barley, food, working day, hour, and then gold and silver, the two stable metals together, you create this four-way uh, financial stability like no other. And if you really want to talk about honest money, you got to basically say day's work, barley, silver, gold, all pegged together creates the strongest stability and currency you can get, Brian. Yeah, it's a, you know, definitely a good point. Um you know what happened in, in 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 our marketplace though is when we had a you know the bailouts and and failures of some of these banks and so on at that given point um, you know back in eight or whatever you know I can't remember you know anyway back to that point we allowed some of these central banks or these central banks to now manipulate this market based on paper and so uh, in doing so they they really hurt this structure as far as the ratio and uh you know real honest money that one 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 factor too going back to russia on this bitcoin i you know russia right now as china are trying to work they're working together to try to get back onto another platform of trade instead of working with the dollar and they're trying to back that by gold so using this ploy maybe uh you know the the, the backing their their uh, you know, 
the digital platform that you were just talking about, that in doing that in gold, they're trying to get that power back in their hands to where a lot of the world uh, markets don't want to play games with the U.S. anymore. They're tired of getting uh, pushed, you know, pushed around by the U.S. and and we got to do it this way, or or we're going to do this to you, or sanction you, or go to war against you. So there is a ploy for that, and I think the U.S. There again, uh, our elitists, our government, and our elitists will take us to war to keep power, or keep money, you know, to to create more fiat currency to do whatever they're going to do. So. Well, and it's important to understand one of the ways to, to return to honest money is you introduce competition into a system. Competition's good, and you let good money chase out bad, and it works every time. So you know what? The reason that these Chinese or Russians and some of these other people are, are talking about backing their money with gold is because they understand that's the only way out of a fake system. Yeah. It's the only way. And so it might take time. Right. We might not uh, be uh, having them jettison our system tomorrow. Right. It's going to take time. But if they stick to the principles, the true principles of honest weights and measures, honest money, eventually the good money will chase out the bad and they will win. Yeah, no, that's that's right. And and, and one factor, too, it will take time. I agree. But I, I think there's a lot of there's going to be some rocky roads down that road, uh, uh, you know, or, or, you know, some bad situations ahead of us. So preparing a little bit as a people, we need to put something away to protect these hard times that are going to come about because right now you know we have a uh, our government is it's reckless abandon as far as spending and they don't care and and this that and the other well yeah it eventually will weed its way out because there'll be some real hard times and, and uh, the economies I mean, we're seeing germany right now their their you know economic you know growth right now over there you know, industrial and so on they're laying off a lot of people and so on trying to get a handle on this but it's it, it's a growing pain and so that's why we want to put a little chunk of silver and gold away to protect us a little bit of peace of mind and, and have us a little bit to fall on. What do you think about the idea, Kurt? I'm saying the most stable way you can get a currency done is with the, the bimetal standard, gold and silver, then tying that to uh, a measure of barley and tying that to a, a day labor, one day of, of, of work or labor. Well, wouldn't it be refreshing to hear uh, Congress taking the day um, or a month or a year or whatever it took? I mean, it it probably take a long time because any good things seem to take forever. Bad things you can just whip through Congress in a minute or two. But um, you know, and they 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 said, man, we were just looking the Constitution over, which occasionally we you know forget that we are supposed to be following. And right in here, we noticed this part where it says uh, no state shall make anything but gold and silver coin at tender and payment of debts and we noticed way back um years ago uh, back um you know with washington etc they used to use this and uh, maybe we ought to you know examine it i mean uh, it, uh, this idea of using it with barley or whatever i mean uh sound uh, id items and things like that uh you know are pretty good uh, but it seems like you just start with the silver and gold and uh, maybe go right to the mint where they're making them today i mean it even has a silver dollar uh, coming from the mint from for 2019 right brian yeah get a, get a little silver and gold put away and yeah nice protect your paper that's that's the key <laughs> wow so what about this idea? 
one day of wages, um, measure of barley, you know, 15 ounces of silver, one ounce gold. You know, I don't know uh, how it all relates, but th- there you go. We need to, to have this standard, and we need to have it relate to uh, employment or work. In other words, time needs to be included. Food needs to be included because you can't work without food. you got to have food and water and, you know, shelter and clothing or you're, or you're nowhere. Those are kind of the fundamental basics, right? Uh, so you got to tie these all together if you want a stable I- economy. And I'm telling you, the most successful yeah, but, cultures but did you can't those use, you can't use something like barley, though, Sam. You'd have to use, like, a bag of uh, uh, cheese or something videos. like that, you know? I mean, something Do you need porn you know, videos? Like a bag of Doritos or... <laughs> hey, man, now you're selling air. Kurt wants to do Fiat Dorito currency, which is full of air. Let's get... Well, yeah, but it's more valuable than the paper dollar. Good point. Brian? Yeah, let's let's put a little honey in there. Maybe we could add honey and that. That is sweeten the deal. Yeah, <laughs> but sweeten it. That's right. <laughs> hey man, honey is expensive stuff. No wonder Kurt's a honey salesman. That's man, everywhere I go, that stuff's expensive as all get out. <laughs> Isn't it, Kurt? I mean, honey's getting really expensive. On I store tell shelves. folks that honey saves you money, and um, you know, I believe that's really the case. Um, there's a reason for that. Just like some people will say, "Well, we couldn't afford the uh, to go back to silver and gold because we just don't have enough of it." You know, we got all this paper money we couldn't transfer over. I believe you can, in the same way with uh, honey. I believe honey is so valuable that you'd need a whole lot less of it than the uh, can well counterfeit sugar and that kind of thing and you can use it and uh, have the health benefits so then you don't have to you know be sick and off work and all those other things too so that's why i say honey saves you money yeah right uh, all right anyway i find that interesting i wanted to bring up kind of that russia deal because it's interesting that it seems like everybody's talking about um Honest money, but the Americans. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. I see this CBS news piece um, that I must have missed before, but the headline reads Trump Fed pick wants to revive the gold standard. Here's what that means. Uh, written by Amy Pitchy, um, July 3rd, so the day before the uh, 4th of July. So maybe that's why I missed it. Uh, but. Um, there's a lady named Judy Shelton. She's uh, one of the most recent uh, two influential picks on the Federal Reserve Board uh, where uh, he was going to choose Stephen Moore and Herman Cain, but they both, you know, pulled out. But this uh, lady Shelton, she's, uh, uh, well, wanting to put the gold standard back in. A Federal Reserve person does? Yeah. She's got Crazy, like a contradiction you know? of reality, doesn't she? Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. Kosher. Certified. Put the two words together to get co-certified, which is spelled with an S-E-H instead of just S-H. It's the right way to spell this, the German way, and it made it easier to trademark. Now, did I tell you that the letters S-E-H still make the shh sound, as in all those American food producers saying shh? 
Let's keep it really quiet that our product is kosher certified. Think about it. Nearly one century of kosher certification, and hardly anyone outside exclusive observers knows that most packaged food and kitchen products are literally certified by religious intermediaries. Well, because you, consumer, are indirectly paying for this, the Kosher Certified app is here to make kosher certification awareness an inclusive matter for people of all faiths and identities, and it even boasts a unique database of products not kosher certified. We call that NKC. Start memeing it. It's fun. NKC. Not kosher certified. Now to confuse our audience even more, we put a question mark at the end of our name. And that really cinched our trademark approval. It relates to the website where you can begin your new shopping behavior, thekosherquestion.com. Attention Liberty News Radio listeners. Hard-hitting talk radio has never been and never will be supported by the mainstream in America. Hard-hitting talk radio is taking on the mainstream press like never before. News the networks refuse to use is one of the best ways to educate people. We invite all liberty-loving Americans to join with us to restore the principles of our founding fathers and promote God, family, and country in the media and our lives. Please help spread the Liberty message with your generous donation. You can go online at libertynewsradio.com right now and make a donation online. Or call 801-756-9133 and make a donation over the phone. That's libertynewsradio.com and 801-756-9133. Make a donation today. talking about Trump Fed pick Judy Shelton. She wants to revive. I kind of find that an interesting term. Revive the gold standard. It's pretty cool news if you ask me. What do you say to that, Kurt? What would that mean? Well, I'm trying to figure that out from what the reports are. But, um, you know, I will say this. If, if somebody in the Federal Reserve actually talks about gold, I mean, it's um, refreshing if you ask me. But like you said, it's um, kind of weird to come from a Federal Reserve person. Uh, they say these are uh, the two new uh, choices that By Trump the way, picked. Kurt, where he, yes, sir. Henry Greenspan was for the gold standard until he got on the Fed, and then he was wasn't. Was Alan Greenspan? Or, I'm mean? sorry, who did I say? Henry, I, I'm not sure I know Henry Ford, but I All right, Alan Greenspan. Greenspan. <laughs> I just think I said yeah. Greenspan. I don't think I said a first name. Nevertheless, oh, okay. Greenspan uh, was for the sta- uh, gold standard uh, before he uh, got on the Federal Reserve Board, so that's kind of an interesting twist. But Trud- Trump right. Fed pick Judy Shelton wants to return to the gold standard and I you know I commend Greenspan uh, when it was his turn uh, and I commend this lady I just fear when they get put on the Federal Reserve pretty soon they can't be really pushing the gold standard too much I'm not exactly for a gold standard either I'm for a dual or a buy metal standard Brian do you want to respond to these two points real quick yeah, you know, I think it's important that we try to get back to that. But it, as you can see, they get they they get caught up in that uh, you know club. Seems like uh, you know our, our government institutions become a, a club, and if you have high ranking, you get kind of sucked into that. And if you want to accomplish anything, you got to play by our rules. And before you know it, they're what they their high hopes to change this and to change that, and make strides to to help uh, our economy and bless the people. Uh, 
in this country. They go away from God's standards and, and, and all of that and get caught up in it. Before you know it, they're no longer talking about the gold and silver standard. Now, Trump has mentioned the fact they're getting back on that, but he, but he says it might be impossible. I mean, and, and, and all this fiat currency and stuff that was created that would be hard to get back to that, which I think we need to start making strides to do, uh, create some kind of a plan to, to get back on that. I guess the latest two uh, nominations for the Federal Reserve were um, tweeted out uh, late Tuesday. That's uh, 2nd of July. Um, and uh, each must be confirmed by the Senate. Of course, there are a bunch of gold and silver guys, uh, you know, there in the Senate. Um, and, uh, you know, the CBS news piece says, what exactly is the gold standard? And, of course, they, they uh, you know, educate you properly. I mean, you well, know, here's I what mean, they say. CBS news voice. They say a gold standard, a monetary policy rejected by most mainstream economists as antiquated. See, that's you how know. they manipulate it into they just render that to the trash heap of uh, failures. Uh, but when you look at, we've jettisoned the bimetal standard around 1870, and then look at the meltdowns we've had since, Brian. No, that's exactly right. Uh, well, <laughs> no doubt in my, in, in my opinion that we need to be back on that. I mean, and that's one of the factors with this gold standard is we're living within our means which is a great concept. Well, now, here's the interesting thing in this article. What you call living within your means, they say, but there's a downside to pegging your money to gold. The country can only issue as much money as they have gold, Brian. That's a downside (laughs) in their minds. That's right. (laughs) Well, there you go. Well, is that that what go back to what's wrong is right and right is wrong? Is that kind of what? That's right. That's it. <laughs> you know, last day is good is called evil. Evil is called good. Right. So, you know, one of the factors, too, is you, you look at this, and you've, you've talked about this a lot, Sam, and I really appreciate that, is, is getting back to, to uh, you know, God-given structure in this country. Instead of pushing him aside and, 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 uh, and all these things that were put forth here under, under uh, a God-given um, ability to have run our nation under these laws, you can see kind of where we're at. I mean, with heading into an election, uh, they don't want to get back on the gold standard. They want to make our economy look those on the, on the you know, the... Yeah, the word they love to use is rosy, Brian. You want it to be rosy. Yeah, there you go, the swamp. But they don't want Trump back in. <laughs> so if they could paint a picture, if they could paint a picture of, oh, our dollar's so weak, we've lost control in the world, We're not going to have the dollar's not going to run. They're going to get him out of office. Now, listen, here's what they say. I find this interesting in this article. They say, hey, um, here's what happened. They said the gold standard kind of went along with the Great Depression. And people sought to trade their dollars for gold. And so for the government to not have all the gold reserves depleted, they had to raise interest rates. As an alternative, which made it more expensive to lend money, and it hampered the country's ability to rebound from the Depression, they say. Now, here's the problem that I have with all that. People wouldn't be trading their dollars for gold if they had the gold in the first place, Brian. That's why I don't even support a system that lets you use paper currency backed by gold and silver, because at some point you actually want to get 
your gold and silver, and that's when they go, oh, wait a minute now. Right. You mean we have to actually give you the gold like we promised? And wait a minute, we're going to manipulate to where we don't have to do that. But if the people have the gold and the silver... I know it's not convenient as this little bill or a little bit blip on your cell phone or whatever. But the reality is we need to have honest money in our hands because then that manipulation can't happen. Any second we can let them do that, they will. President Roosevelt, for instance, suspended the gold standard in 1933, a move they say which is widely credited with helping the country climb out of the Depression. And I submit to you. They had been divorcing the fiat from the hard currency. That's why they couldn't deliver on their gold and they had to abandon the standard. In other words, they always promise it'll be backed. They always promise you the trade-in. But when push comes to shove, they don't have the goods because they betrayed you. And So you got to suspend it in 1933. And then they act like that is credited for helping the country climb out of the Depression? No, if they would have been able to keep their promises and give people actual gold, it would have climbed out of the Depression, too. The problem is they lied, and they didn't have the gold, buddy. Right. Exactly right. And they traded off the gold. They used that leverage to do their deals and this and and and, and side bets and uh, left us hanging, and, and now we... We're so far in debt, our country and individuals and households, we live paycheck to paycheck. Uh, it, it, it's unbelievable. Now, we're check out this that. manipulation. In 1933, we had to go off the gold standard <clears throat> for the citizen. But mm-hmm. believe it or not, they still allowed countries, other foreign nations, to trade gold for dollars until right. President Nixon abolished that policy in 1971 as a way to keep gold reserves from depletion. So and almost so, 40 years the foreign governments could get their but you and dollars I turned to gold. But or the people us. couldn't, right. Yeah. Okay, this is the manipulation that I'm talking about. Now, I got a question. I don't know why we think that the government has to have all the gold. Right. See, we're talking about depleting the sta- the gold. Look, if you give me a piece of paper and I give you my gold, which I shouldn't do in the first place or I'm an idiot. But uh, I bring this up to say... Whose gold is it? If I have a dollar in my hand and there's an equivalent backing of gold or silver or a bimetal, whatever you want to call it, and I turn it in, whose gold is it? Is it mine or the government's? And that, here's the, the lie. They would say it's mine because it's easily convertible when they want to pitch their fake money. But when push comes to shove, they say, well, wait a minute. You're depleting the government's gold reserve. Wait a minute. Whose reserve is it, sir? I'm kind of stupid, but I wasn't born last night. Yeah. Well, that's right. But isn't it, isn't it he, he, he who has the gold makes the rules? So that's kind of why, you know. Yeah, and see, then they say this gold standard is consistent with free trade principles. See, I don't believe in free trade principles. That's a lie, too. I believe in fair trade principles. Right. Okay, we got to go to the gold and silver bimetal standard or even the most stable standard that I pointed out because it stops other governments from being able to manipulate their currencies. Well, we're mad at other countries for manipulating their currencies, but we manipulate our currencies all the time. You don't believe me? How do we peg gold at 35 bucks and then later we peg gold at 50 bucks and now gold's almost 1500 bucks and then we're going to we're mad cuz the Fed's keeping the interest rates too high and if the Fed's were honest, if you want the economy to take off like a rocket ship, you got to have the Fed's manipulating. How's that any different than manipulating the currencies? We're mad about this uh, with other countries, but we're doing it all day long. Now they say others argue that the gold standard would keep U.S. spending under control because it would limit the government's ability to issue new money. Why do mainstream economists believe it's a fringe view? This article continues. 
And then they basically just go into this idea that, hey, the economy's grown in complexity, Brian. It's just too complex for honest metal these days, my friend. Yeah. Well, there's so much corruption, I think, out there that... Well, and that's one of the reasons I think that people are, are you know, that, that uh, honest money t- takes us back to <clears throat> solid um, currency. I mean, so, solid solid gold, silver, uh, real money. Uh, you, know, you, you know, you look at these countries that have, that have devalued so bad, and, and uh, they're waiting in line to get money out of these banks, the so-called supposed to help the people and, and put your money in this bank, well, they, when they're waiting in line and can't get any of their money out, boy, it would have been nice to have a little bag of silver or gold where I don't have to wait in this line. Yeah, I hear that. And if people own the gold and silver, there'd be no rush anywhere. That's right. Now, they say this, a, quote, gold standard regime would be a disaster for any large advanced economy. That's this wacko from Chicago, this economist said. That's a CBS, right, Sam? What is that's the story from CBS. No. And of course, you, no. Isn't this what a CNS news? Isn't that what this one is? The one that I say? Yeah. CBS. Oh, CBS. All right. Uh, but it's pretty amazing to me. Uh, it's like Brian said, hey, man, if they say it's up, just figure it's down. You know, if it's, um, I mean. They say CBS with the reporting from not. the Associated Press, Kurt. Yeah. Okay. CBS Interactive is what they call it. Uh, but yeah, you're right. And all I'm saying is this. They lie. The issue is honesty, Brian. Right. Yep, you're correct. And then right now, with By, stuff going on in this news, we can't tell if it's true or not true. Or I mean, they just they, and they're, they're twisting it up so bad that people don't know what to believe. My Bitcoin. And, and <laughs> yeah, that's right. And and uh, you know, to to your point, Sam, about. Um, you know, having the silver or gold and that kind of thing. The way the uh, country took care of that for many years was we had gold certificates, silver certificates. So they were a piece of paper that literally you could turn in and trade for the silver or gold. Unless one man said no and abolished the whole program, buddy. That's what happened. So my point is, I get what you're saying, Kurt, but I still don't accept the piece of paper. Because at some point, the government will say, it's my money, not yours. That's what they always do. But if I have the gold in my hand, I don't need to go anywhere. It's no debate of whose money it is, right? You are correct. Anyway, I I know what you're saying, Kurt, and the certificates are way better than anything else. By far, I concur with that view. But I don't know why we keep insisting on having paper in our hand instead of metal. Oh, because it's easier. Okay, well, you take one ounce of, of gold that's worth, what, 1400 and something bucks today? It's about as big as your pinky nail. That's not very portable, is it there, ladies and gentlemen? you got to have a big old boatload of paper to equate that, right, to be portable. I don't know why we insist on paper anyway, Brian. Last comment. Yeah, I, I think we need to get back to barley, gold, silver, and a little bit of honey. I think that'll help. There you go. Thank you so much, Brian. Talk to you soon, sir. Localhoneyman.com's Kurt's website. Check it out today. Honey saves you money. Localhoneyman.com. Yeah.